And we are live. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps Post Game Show. It's brought to you by Clean Cuts Barbershop, 2013 Danforth Avenue in the East End, Toronto. Clean Cuts, the multicultural barbers that will always keep you fresh for any and all occasions. So go see Skip and the crew. As a wise man once said, tell, tell them, them that I sent you. Check them out on Instagram at Clean Cuts Toronto or give them a call 416-917-4833 to book your appointments now. Wow. <laughs> Where yeah. to even begin that one? The Raptors hang on. The Raptors survive. Double overtime thriller. I don't know what it is about Sunday nights, but this team, wow. 118 to 112, the Toronto Raptors win in double overtime. To now, they trail in the series still, two to one. But it's a but series. But you definitely needed this game, and it's a series. No now, one's right? lost at home yet. Of course, my name is Sheldon Alexander. I'm here with my guy, Mr. Mikey Bellamo. Bellamo, what's up, my dude? How you feeling? <sighs> Some tense moments there. Very tense. Um, this is what playoff basketball is about. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, eh, Raptors fans, everyone knows, heading into overtime and then heading in, especially into double overtime, especially with Kyle Lowry out, Paolo. Yep. It was nerve-wracking. <laughs> nerve-wracking. Right? I mean, I didn't give the Raps most of a chance, uh, a lot of a chance in the second overtime. I just thought they were gassed. Totally. This was such a gutsy game. They, the effort mm-hmm. that the Raptors put forth. Yeah. Especially a man named Kawhi. It's a Unbelievable. Crazy, crazy, crazy night. And you look at the the Bucks, right? So Giannis played 45 minutes and he got fouled out early in the yep. second queue. He led the Bucks in minutes. When you go to the Raptors, again, Giannis played 45 minutes, right? Mark Gasol played 45 for the Raps. Kawhi played 52. Pascal played 51. Then you go into your guys. Norm Powell played 30 and he fouled out. Van Fleet off the bench played 31 minutes in this game. Crazy. Danny Green, 34. But like, what a great game. As you said, gutsy performance by the Raps, and this just came down to will and guts, if you ask me. Because, and I know that sounds like it's cliche, but there's levels. I know I've been saying this all year, but Kawhi Leonard showed you that there's levels to this shit. Because when he got hurt early on. Yeah, yeah, he's limping, guys. He's limping hard, battled through the game, and he's dead tired. And you just saw in those last couple possessions, on defense and on offense. Every ounce left that he had he left it all on the floor in this game Kawhi Leonard just I I tweeted it out after Kawhi Leonard greater than your favorite player don't at me I don't (laughs) know who you're telling me right now you'd rather have in the NBA than Kawhi Leonard KD's hurt LeBron's on his couch at home Giannis fouled out with 12 points in this game Kawhi 36 points nine rebounds five assists two steals what more are you not entertained for real <laughs> like this guy is insane but let me get through some of the pleasantries first off shout to the fans for tuning in yes. on twitter shout to you guys as we rock here after each and Ooh. every toronto raptor game on twitter live on twitter at shell alexander take your comment questions there same things go for instagram at sheldon alexander where of course we take your comments and if you're unable to ever catch the podcast live we put it up online on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and on YouTube. Just search On Blast Podcast, where you will find the Wrap It Up pod on this feed. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I Let's be honest here, first off. Yeah. As we were watching this game, Mike, and the game went to overtime, I look at you and I said, I this is the first time 
that I get tripped on this podcast where people yeah. say, Sheldon, I'm not worried, Alexander. Always. I was worried. So was I did I. not think the Raptors were going to win this game when it went to overtime. Neither did I, especially double overtime. <laughs> I said when when Kawhi missed the over the first overtime shot, shot to win yeah. it, yeah. I said, I can't handle another five minutes. Yeah. You know, yeah. and what Sheldon was actually saying um, with Giannis having five fouls. Yeah. Go Adam. towards the basket, yeah. Adam. And finally, so- Pascal did. Mm-hmm. It was in a f- the f- his sixth foul on the floor. No cheating, but whatever. You got him out of the game. Yeah. And that's what you needed. That, it, it tears the Bucks inside, especially with the effort they're giving. But when you put Miritich back on, it's not the same as Giannis, right? Yeah, and and it's just, not. like you said, there's levels for that. That's their leader. That's their best player. He makes that, all of the plays exactly, for Exactly. Right? And right. so if you have Kawhi making all the plays for the Raptors. Then it has to be Middleton. It has to be Middleton. And let's talk and about Chris Middleton. Five, because five Middleton, five. yeah, Middleton has a very tough job. And I know I've been joking around about yep. it, just saying that Middleton is shook ones. When he sees Kawhi, mm-hmm. he's shook. Kawhi's been guarding Middleton. Middleton in this game, nine points, three of 16 shooting. And yeah, I'm half joking when I'm saying that he's shook when he sees Kawhi. But let's be real for a second. Because... When we talk about how good Kawhi Leonard is, again, I talked about this on the last podcast. When we talk about Kawhi Leonard, we always talk about the points he's scoring, the shots he's taking. And it's weird because there's not real stats to show what he's doing on the defensive end. Like steals, rebounds, cool. Whatever shots the other guy's getting, whatever. We don't know. Yeah. But Middleton, when he sees Kawhi, he doesn't even want to shoot. He's tentative to shoot. Yeah. And this is where we find out the difference between all-stars in superstars because Kawhi Leonard has to take out one of their all-stars and get busy on the offensive end. Middleton has the same responsibilities and he's unable to do it because Kawhi's still getting busy and Middleton's not scoring. When I look at this series and I think about what happened with the Sixers. Yeah. Remember Jimmy Jimmy Buckets, right? They had to take Butler off of Kawhi so that Butler could get his offense going. Mm -hmm. And when, when Kawhi, Switched on to Jimmy Butler, it was nothing. And that's just showing the difference of levels between the Kawhi tier of players in this yep. league and then the all-stars below him. On both sides. On both ends yeah. of the floor. But how important was Kawhi's defense? He had some steals late, some made some great plays late. Kawhi's defense, how much of a lift does that give the Raptors? Especially when their offense is just struggling. Amazing, especially, like you said, in the overtime. Mm-hmm. He just grabs the ball like his name's a claw, right? <laughs> and the effort on that last play when he gingerly went up and dunked it because of the last play where he crammed mm-hmm. it and he kind of, mm-hmm. his knee's a little tender. Yeah, His defense was amazing. The effort was amazing. But the Raptors' defense was amazing As through the whole yeah. game. Yeah. First couple possessions, Danny Green mm-hmm. putting his arm in, getting a couple steals. Marcus Saul, I know he had five blocks at one point of the game. I don't yeah. know if he had more. He played amazing defense. Yeah. Right? Powell was very energetic. The Raps played defense that the Raps are known for. Yeah. Right? The Bucs are the other team, mm-hmm. at least in the Eastern Conference, that are known for that. Right? Yeah. They're the teams that are up close on each other, contest the shots always. You know, and the Raptors in the, in, in the second overtime game were, in the second overtime were kind of making the Bucs not know what to do. Mm-hmm. And the backcourt foul, the backcourt violation that yeah. was a big defensive play right there yeah. too so i mean kudos to them when you have that long of a game still put forth that energy yeah and the toronto raptors a weird thing about this game it went to double overtime <clears throat> but this game had a weird feel in the sense that the raptors just couldn't close 
Like yeah. they were winning for the majority of the game. They were up. They were playing great, and they just couldn't close. The like, Bucks got the lead, I think, in the second overtime. Maybe I don't know the exact what the score was, but yeah. that was their first lead since two <laughs> zero. That's insane. It is the whole game, the whole forty eight minutes mm -hmm. plus the five minutes and the five minutes of the second overtime. The Bucks led the first bucket. Yeah. It's it was crazy because the Raptors again in total control of the game yep. and they tried and tried and tried and every time this was very similar to game one in the sense that the Raptors had the lead yeah. and it would get to it like eight like it. it'd get to like 10 and, the and they couldn't get it to like 15 right they mm -hmm. couldn't get it to that level the Bucks just kept hanging around hanging around the Bucks shot great from three for the majority of the game that's what kept them in it yep. for a long time I think they started out 10 of 21 from yeah, three, if 14 I'm not mistaken. Of 14 of their baskets, nine of them were from beyond the arc. To start the game? Just yeah. Around the first so, half yeah. yeah, so it's just a crazy way that the Bucks play, but that's literally their offense. Yeah. You look at it and you say, Mirtich shot, you talked about the Raptors' defense. Mm -hmm. So Mirtich shot three for 11. Giannis, five for 16. Middleton, three for 16. Bledsoe, three for 16. Brogdon was probably their best shooter. Brogdon, they? yeah. Brogdon was their high score. No, sorry. George Hill was their high score oh, off yeah, the bench. Hill. Seven of nine. George Hill with 24 points. Brogdon with 20 off the bench. And this is a thing for the Toronto Raptors, right? We talked about it last pod. They can get five or six or seven guys into double figures. The Raptors need to have the ability to do the same thing. Because you know what Kawhi is going to give you. And I got to give Nick Nurse a lot of credit here because <clears throat> what he did with Siakam and talking about what's going on with Middleton and the issues that Middleton's having, mm -hmm. Nick Nurse made the adjustment where he took Siakam off of Giannis, right? Had yep. Kawhi guard Giannis. Yep. And what that does is it freed up Siakam because you need Siakam's scoring. scoring. He's a Raptor second scorer. He's their second best scorer. Mm -hmm. You need those points. And when you're going against a team that has the ability to have all those guys get into double figures, you can't have a game like he had last game where no. Siakam finished with yeah. eight points. Pascal, though, 25, 11, 9 of 18 shooting, three steals, a block. What did you think of Siakam's offensive game in this one? It was it was back. Yeah. He was back. Um, don't at me. Kawhi played amazing tonight, but it it it, it comes gradually. He, he hasn't been or he hasn't needed to be the be all and end all, right? Mm -hmm. So it's good to see everybody else scoring. Pascal came out, played well, where Kawhi doesn't have to. Yeah. Same with Mark and all. But what I love that is Pascal missed those two free free throws, right? Yeah. yeah. At the end of. The game, or was it end of overtime? End of, it's been so crazy. I yeah, I know. Remember. Like trying to keep up There's with so what was the end of regulation. I think it was, was the end of the regulation. End of Anyways, he got to redeem himself, right? And he hit those two free throws at the end of the yeah. second overtime to make it a six-point lead, which pretty yeah. much iced it. Yeah. And that's a good feeling for a young 25-year-old. Mm -hmm. Confidence, yeah. you know, each playoff series becomes more pressure-packed. So I totally Siakam played great. Shout to Nick Nurse for making that adjustment to get his scoring. Mm -hmm. And it's tough because as the progression comes for Siakam in his career, where he's trying to get from being a rotation guy to being a go to guy yeah, yeah. and being like an all star, mm -hmm. the next thing that comes is clutch situations. Yeah. And <laughs> the reason I keep bigging up Kawhi is because we're seeing everything that makes a superstar a superstar. And then when you look at Siakam, you're seeing, okay, there's still a little bit of ways to go. Yeah. And you mentioned the free throws late, so you're right. It was at the end of the, it was at the end, end of, of the regulation, game, right? Yeah, end of regulation. Siakam had a chance to have two free throws to, to make, make it, it a four. Three, no, to make it a three point three game. point lead. Yeah, three point lead. He missed both. 
And oh no, sorry, you're right. Four, yeah, yeah. Because you said just hit one. I said hit both. You're like obviously, but just hit one to make it three. And then yeah, that's when Middleton got away with the hook. Yeah, Middleton got away with the hook. They get the two point bucket to tie it. Yeah. And And sorry, yeah, Raptors were up two. He misses the two free throws. And then Siaka missed the last shot at the end. He got a chance for the last shot. Yep. And he missed it badly. Yeah. It was straight. (laughs) I'll give him that, but it was a little hard. I did. I thought at that point, I'm like. The Raptors lost his game, and I feel bad for Siakam because he's going to feel like he lost the game. Yeah, and that's what that's why I brought that up because mm-hmm. um, he played well in the overtimes, mm-hmm. and even though it still was a four point lead, the redemption just to ice it and to make his yeah. confidence better yeah. is very good going in the game for. Uh, good comment here by Rock DTV because he brings up a great point. Siakam didn't hold his head down. Oh, yeah, the he big had block. a massive block at the yes, end of the game. Good point. Was good that point. on Lopez? I'm pretty sure it was Lopez driving yeah. to the basket. But oh no, he came over and Guys, helped th- someone drive. This game was so crazy. Game. Like honestly, like this, it's it's hard to remember like exactly no, it's, what. It's just like it was happening so crazy. So the possessions much, yeah. were so like they were all like it wasn't set plays. Yeah, it was like random loose balls Steals, all over the place, rebounds, yeah. and Siakam does come up with a huge block, yeah. which also shows the growth and maturity of someone who can be a good player. Yeah, because you know that you can affect the game on both ends of the floor. You didn't hold your head. Yeah, after you missed the free throws, he missed the layup as you mentioned that yes, would have made it a six, made a six point, point lead, lead in overtime, and. That also obviously yeah. would have been pretty close to icing the game. Yep. Another You're up six with like a minute left. Another good thing too, he he did that. You might not notice. They mentioned it though, but when Kawhi had that crazy dunk, he little, he kind of you know his knee was a little tender mm-hmm. because of the speed of Siakam. Yeah, the other player I don't remember who it was had to guard him, kind of giving Kawhi a little bit of a lane, right? Yeah. So I mean, that's where his energy and speed comes into the other the heads of the other team. Yeah, giving Kawhi that lane to do that massive dunk well before we started the game uh before we started the podcast sorry yep. uh someone in on the chat was talking about nick nurse i didn't think nick nurse did a yeah good job. i don't know garbage just this I, game i disagree i, I thought I mean, he called good timeouts i thought he did a great job in just adjusting to adjusting his defense meaning yep. okay so they start out the game i'm gonna put Kawhi on Giannis, but obviously they had a game plan and the other reason why you put Kawhi on Giannis is because now Milwaukee wants to get you in trouble by screening, mm-hmm. right? So if you have Siakam on Bledsoe, you're eliminating that Bledsoe-Giannis pick and roll because what's that going to do? You're yeah. not going to pick and roll to get Siakam on Giannis. That doesn't even make much sense. You have Lowry on Middleton. Okay, well, you're going to have in that action, but now you're going to switch Lowry onto – you're going to switch Lowry onto Giannis, but, which is a mismatch, don't get me wrong. Of course. But still – Lowry's a little you're forcing, bulldog. You're yeah. going to force – Giannis to shoot over Lowry, yep. which is what you want Giannis to do anyways. Yes. So it's a great adjustment by Nick Nurse. And again, freeing up the scoring is the biggest thing. But also, I'm going to give Nick Nurse credit because there's a lot of talk, and he kind of force-fed this talk early about would the Raptors change their change starting their line? lineup. Yeah. Because Marc Gasol coming into this game was 3-for-20 in total in the series. And he played horrible. He I talked about it last pod. Played horrible the last two games. Yeah. He played amazing this one. He played horrible in the last game, though. And I said it was one of the worst runs I've ever seen a center play in a Raptors uniform. And that's going back to Hoffa Arujo. Like, that's how bad wow. he was yeah. to start that game. And people might have thought that was hyperbole. But Marcus at the end of that game, in the post game, I'm going to read these quotes because I found this really important. He said, quote, I played really bad and that set the tone. The beginning put us in a real bad spot. We couldn't get a grip on the game early, and I take full responsibility for that. 
That's what he said after game three. And I thought that was great. Yep. And I, I love to hear someone take, yeah, a vet take responsibility yep. for them playing like crap. But now you have to back that up. Yes. And boy, did he back that up. And you got the confidence of your coach mm-hmm. and your teammates, right? Because they could have easily put in Surge. Easily. Heck, they could have easily put in Powell instead of Danny Green, for which sure. was another good move that Coach mm-hmm. Nurse did. He pretty much gave Powell most of a Danny of Green's minutes. minutes yeah. yeah. Besides the fact that he had fouled out. But yeah. But yeah, Marcus Gasol getting Gasol. off to a great start, right? Marcus Gasol early on hit two threes, and Gasol basically to start this game had a hand in five of the Raptors' first seven buckets. He hit three of his first four shots, had two assists, including and a, a great drive and dime to Siakam. Yes, like he just looked super aggressive early yeah. on, and the fact that he didn't run away from those shots mm-hmm. was incredible. How important is it having Marcus Gasol, you know, have the night that he had? in which you're getting 16 points, 12 rebounds, seven assists, as you mentioned, five blocks. Is that the Marc Gasol the Raptors need going forward? Yeah, that's the veteran Marc Gasol. And you mentioned it, the first quarter was what you want to see from him. And it was a, he hit his first two shots. He made even a nice pass to Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry missed that. Remember that one? Yep. Um, Blocks, again, I don't know how many blocks he had, but I know he had at least five. Okay. Five blocks. I mean... How many minutes did he play? Like 47, 40? Like, I mean, uh, Marcus Hall played 45 minutes in this Okay, game. and you guys lot. say that, yeah, he's old and washed up. No, man, he played in all all those minutes. So, I mean, it, it's big when you have that, and then you could have Serge coming off mm-hmm. of the bench, right? So it was a good move, a good vote of confidence from Nick Nurse. Yeah. And Gasol stepped up. And there were three really, really, really ugly possessions from Gasol yes, in this there game. Was, in where the he, like, third fell, quarter, yeah. he, like... And, and that's fatigue, yeah. right? Serge only played 14 minutes in this game. And there are certain points where I'm wondering, do you give Serge some more minutes just to give Gasol a blow? But, hey, that's why Nick Nurse makes the big bucks. Yeah, He trusts his veteran. You can't blame him for that. And Gasol answered the, he answered the bell. Yeah. 16, 12, 7, and 5. That's crazy. That's a monster had, stat line. He had three fouls, I think, around just before half. Mm-hmm. Nurse took him out. Yeah. It was perfect. And... You know, he put in surge and it worked. Yeah, he had five fouls and still managed to stay in yeah. the game and contest everything going to the cup. His defense is also crazy, and it's the stuff that won't show up on the stat line. But for someone who a lot of people watch and say is old and washed up, yeah. he was getting out there and contesting the three-point shooters. And when you're a seven-footer, you just being able to contest, it does a lot. Like, yep. He was all over the place in this game. And I still don't think that he is, you know, the all-star, like, 20 and 10 guy that maybe no. some people thought the Raptors were getting, but the Raptors also don't need him to do that. Yeah. If you get 14 and 10, 14 and 8, 13, like, you know what I mean? The yeah, Raptors no, you want exactly that. what he's given you need in a playoff. Players. You need those type of players, Yeah, right? But him be also being able to give you the five blocks is massive. massive. Seven assists, that's a ball And you movement. said it too, contesting the shots. He's right. four of eight from three. He hit the most threes on the Raptors, yep. including a massive one in overtime. Yes. Marc Gasol, he redeemed himself. And now you yep. wonder, can you take that momentum? And I know momentum, I say momentum doesn't travel. But can you build on this in the game four? That's a big part. Someone else to talk about, though. Norm, Norm Powell. Powell. I need someone that I work with at Sportsnet to back me up here because I called the Norm Powell game and norm powell is going to be big in this series yeah and now it's back-to-back solid games from norm 19 points in this game four rebounds three assists he hit two he hit three threes in this game norm was fantastic what does it mean when you get consistent solid aggressive norm and powell how much of a boost is that for the raps 
it's it sounds weird saying your bench player because it's like seems like he's playing more than Danny Green really yeah. right now, but it's huge. I mean, so we played a hard seven game series against Philly, and that's a memory you remember. And the bench was so brutal in that mm -hmm. series that you go into this series pretty much thinking you have no bench. Yeah. And you get Norm, who played well last year against Milwaukee, mm -hmm. or was was it last year? The two uh, years ago. Two years ago. Two years ago, sorry. His coming out party, you know what I mean? And so there was a, a little bit of a hunch. I heard another person saying, too, that this could be Norm's kind of coming out party back again, right? Oh, so, I see what you're saying. Like yeah, there's back. somebody else. But, okay. but um, it's, it's, it's massive because you got to remember Milwaukee swept Detroit. Mm -hmm. They lost the first game to Boston, but handily won the next four. So they're well-rested. Mm -hmm. The Raps, on the other hand, we know the story. So when you get norm giving good minutes off the bench like that yeah i mean that helps the starters Definitely. namely you know kyle Kawhi, and then mm -hmm. get a little bit of a breather the other thing that's super important too with what norman powell is doing is the fact that you think about danny green is struggling but danny green is giving you great minutes on defense yes you talked about while we were watching the game, you mentioned Danny Green's defense. And as long as you're still getting that, exactly. that's huge. And yeah. the fact that you can play your bench means that Danny Green isn't playing just mega minutes. And now it's a more efficient minutes that yeah. you're getting from Danny Green because he's not playing all of those minutes, right? You're getting some help from Norm. And so now if he just goes out and focuses on, hey, for the 25 to 30 minutes that I'm out there, Maybe if I just energy. focus on locking down my guy, <laughs> getting in passing lanes, getting rebounds, cool and he's not focused on his shot as much because norm's giving them a little extra something something that's such a boost for the raptors and hey look danny green was one of nine from three in this game I know. but that one three was, was huge massive. that was a massive massive yeah. three because the raptors down the stretch in overtime you're playing without norm who is proven to be what your third scorer essentially series, yeah. like he was really good but your main guy off the bench kyle lowry also fouled out and Kyle Lowry was playing a great game for the Raptors. Yep. And so you're playing without two guys who are actually giving Kawhi Leonard some help. <laughs> I know. And now Danny comes in. He's a vet, which means you're always ready. You're not shook. He comes in. Good to go. Knocks down that three. He had a big steal. He had a big couple steals and rebounds in the overtime as well. You can knock Danny Green all you want, but I like the fact that, A, he has to just keep shooting, but, two, but B... He's a vet that knows he has to play defense. And the the biggest thing that we're going to miss, the reason the, that people will miss watching this game, that they won't understand, is the only reason the Raptors won this game, okay, is not because of their offense. It was the defensive plays mm -hmm. that they turned into offense, and mm -hmm. that those buckets are why they won the game. Because when it was in the half court, it was just Kawhi. Everyone's standing around yeah. watching Kawhi. They couldn't get anything to go. It was just Kawhi trying to hit a tough shot. But when they played defense got it into a bit of a fast break, that's where they were able to get buckets in overtime. Yep. It's just an amazing game for the Toronto Raptors. And, and too, with Danny Green being such a good career shooter, mm -hmm. you don't know when he just, the light bulb comes on and he'll start hitting his threes, right? Yeah. So you got to keep putting him out there, and you're right. Yeah, you're going to put him out there knowing maybe he's slumping, but he gives you effort on the defensive side. Yeah. You never know. He hits one, two shots in a row. Mm -hmm. He starts going, right? Totally true. Let's get to some comments here because we got a bunch here on Instagram. Uh, let's see here. Someone says, I want to see Norm starting instead of Danny. 
Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. I'm not really yeah. there. And again, that, whoever starts the, off game, the bench, but also too, whoever starts the game, it's not that big of a deal. You've seen already that Norm comes in, Plays he gets minutes. minutes. Norm also playing well means that you can rest Kawhi a lot more. And I know mm-hmm. the minutes are going to be skewed because it's a double overtime game. But we saw Kawhi get a rest in the first quarter, which you don't really see. We saw Kawhi get a rest in the third quarter, which you don't really see. And the only reason you're able to do that is because you're able to play now Norman Powell extended minutes. Yeah. You could even run the offense through Norm. They might have fallen into a trap where they're doing that a little too much in this game. But any type of help that Kawhi can get is greatly appreciated. Yeah, Kawhi got, um, Nurse took him out, I think, with three minutes left in the third, giving Mm -hmm. him an extended break heading into the fourth. And we've never seen that. Because of the double overtime, turned out (laughs) to be big, right? Yeah, and just just the way to, to piggyback that point, Mikey, right? So when they do that, the Raptors, led by two, Going into the fourth quarter, as you mentioned, Kawhi went to the bench early, but wouldn't you much rather have the Bucks close on a nine to two run to close the third with Kawhi resting and Kyle and Norman foul trouble? But wouldn't you rather have that nine to two run come in the third quarter with Kawhi out as opposed to starting the fourth, fourth yeah, with course. a nine to two run yeah. and Kawhi resting? It's just, you know, and plus he's getting more rest because now he's been sitting through the commercial timeout yeah. of the end of quarter break as well. Yep. Toronto was labor laboring, and I was really worried that for this third game. Quarter was bad. They were like it was three bad. of thirteen shooting. Yeah. It's, yeah, six turnovers in that game. Yes. Give up nine points off of the turnovers. Yep. The Raptors had five turnovers in the entire half, and then come out and had six turnovers in the third quarter. That's just, I mean, it was tough. And at that point, Danny and Fred struggling. They were zero of thirteen. Serge was two of nine at that point in the game. And to finish up the game, Fred Van Fleet one of nine. Danny Green, sorry, Fred Van Fleet, one, one of 12, 11. Or one of 11. One yeah. of 11. <laughs> Danny Green, one of nine. And you still somehow win that game. Uh, Fred was, man, he just can't seem to get over this funk. There was this one play, too. Um, You were yelling. <laughs> Fred was started just running away. I think he was trying to set a pick for Kawhi, but Gasol was bringing up the ball. And you're like, Fred, what are you doing? Like, right? go to the ball. Yeah, There's another yeah. play where Fred didn't want, in the double overtime, Fred didn't want to get the ball to get fouled to take those shots. You could just tell. There His confidence seems shattered right now. Also, but kudos to him, at least, I mean, with Kyle out. Yeah, he didn't He didn't completely just collapse but, and give them nothing. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't great, no. but he did enough. He did enough. He yeah. knew enough to come across. He hit a big three. And played with five fouls, too, I think. Played with five fouls. He was... Busting his ass on defense, which he did you take hit a big that. Three. And hey, I mean, again, there's levels. Certain yeah. guys want it in that moment. Certain guys know, uh, you know what? My best bet here is probably just to give it. He to did me. have one eye though, so that's what I said. Maybe he didn't yeah. want to take the foul shot. I don't know what happened, but he got like, maybe poked in the left eye or. Very true. But. Very true. Great performance there by Kawhi. Great performance by the Toronto Raptors to get that win. And I'm going to go back to what I said during Game Two. Just remember, Raptors fans, when you decided to jump off the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Remember that. Because all you got to do is win your home games. You could have, like, you made this point. Yeah. And the Raptors were in control of this game the whole way through. They just couldn't close. The Raptors were in control of game one. They just couldn't yeah. close. They just got they just got the light shot out against them in game, game two. two. Yeah. And that but happens. You look at this and you're like, are you are you really sitting here saying that the Bucks are way better than the Raptors? I mean, there's been three games played. You could say for a majority of the time, the Raptors, besides the game two, the Raptors outplayed them game one. Yeah, yeah. the fourth quarter. And then the Raptors, I mean, the Bucks didn't have a lead till overtime. So they out- 
played them pretty much in game three, essentially. Yeah, totally. Gutted it out, right? Totally, totally. So out of totally, the three totally. games, the Raps have pretty much they played well. Played well in two and games. Everyone, so, and, and the point that you made, too, I think is so important. Just fresh. The point I think you made, though, that's so important is going to look and be like, well, you should have won game one. You gave yeah. away game one. And it's like, okay, like whether or not that's true or not, whatever, your tensions and emotions going into these games don't change, yeah. right? Like game three is still a big game. It's still a must win. Game four is still a big game. It's still a must yeah. win. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the fact that you blew game one, whatever. And shouts to Kenny Smith, because I always think that he has a right mindset. Obviously, that's someone that's been there before, that's been in these moments. But he said this after game one. You're going to find out the championship mentality of your squad, how they react to what happened in game one. Because mm -hmm. if you are champions, you're going to look at that game one loss and you're going to say, you know what? We hung with them. We, we controlled that game. We had it all the way to the end and we just couldn't finish. But we got these guys. We can play them. Yep. But if your team doesn't have a championship mentality, then you look at game one and you're going to say, oh, man, we let that one slide. How yeah. did we let that one go? And it should be so funny from a Raptors fan base to look back to last year, year against the Cavs Cleveland. and how the Raptors lost that game one. Yep. And everyone's reaction right away, as you can tell, is including it. the team, we blew it. Yep. That was our chance. And then what happened? Sweep City. Yep. So I'm just pleased to see that the Toronto Raptors team came back out and they put up a fight. And they're here. They're not just going to roll over to the Bucks. They're going to give them a series. That, to me, is super important, and that's where you're seeing the pedigree of your team, the vets of your team, especially Marcus to answer the call after such a terrible game in Game 2. And that's also what happens when you have a superstar in Kawhi. He's so good. Yeah. He's so good, man. Oh, man. Have you seen the billboard, by the way, that's downtown at Union Center? That's so crazy. Uh, let's Fun get to guy. some more comments <laughs> here. Uh, Ragul. <clears throat> Pardon me if I'm mispronouncing that. He says, Kawhi saved the entire country of Canada. <laughs> uh, Emma just simply says, Kawhi is a beast. Uh, James says, Giannis with the triple Euro step. <laughs> yeah, for real. So, yeah, that was a thing I wanted to bring up, too. That It went into overtime, but it, I said there was the, the two travels, mm -hmm. essentially non-calls on Giannis. Yeah. And one of them was Cottington. Or Cottington. Cottington yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. with the three. Um, and then there was another one he got, but it was essentially five points. It was about two shots that from Bledsoe, I think that was just insane shots. And usually yeah. the percentage is very low on that. Yeah. So, I mean, there was the swings that, that, that went mm -hmm. easily could have went the Raptors way, yeah. but didn't. Exactly. And it's so much the same tale as game one <laughs> in the sense that the Raptors for all they tried, for all they could muster, they just couldn't get a they couldn't get it from 8 to, to 12, yes. right? They couldn't get that yep. hump. And credit to the Bucks for sticking through and playing a tough road game when your star player wasn't playing, your two star players weren't playing well. Mm -hmm. And that's just how deep the Bucks are because your two leading scorers are off your bench. That's just how deep they are. Now, I said this before. It's like they have a bunch of norms, meaning, right? Like, follow me for a second. <clears throat> Brogdon, George Hill, uh, Bledsoe. Miritich, Ilyasova, you might say some of those guys are better than Norman Powell, but they're not way better than Norman Powell. Yeah. And so they just need like three of those norms to show up and they're still in the game yep. combined with Giannis and what Middleton is going to do, right? And you look at the, the Raptors and it's like, well, they need actual norm to show up 
but then you also need something from Gasol. You need a big Danny. game from Siakam. Like, we just need our guys to show up, whereas they look at their, like, eight, nine guys and yeah. say, we need five of those dudes to get us at least 12 to 15. Last game was Ilya Sova. Exactly. First game was Brooke Lopez. And yeah. Today was George Hill. Brooke Lopez hit some shots in this he game, He did, too. actually, yeah. But I'll still but live right. with him shooting it, it, those shots. The, the Raptors are doing a good job on Giannis. And, I mean, essentially, they shut down Middleton today. Mm-hmm. And it's just nine points. the... The depth on the Bucks. Yeah. I mean, you had five or six players in double figures and, you know. but Others, as I mean, Shaq says. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the traveling, I'm interested to see how that goes. And I I caught myself. I'm getting caught up in the refs because it's getting really annoying to me because I Today didn't understand. Like, Giannis ended up fouling out, and he could have fouled out way earlier mm-hmm. because it's just – you got to remember, Giannis Antetokounmpo is in the paint every defensive possession, Right. And he's contesting every single shot. Yeah. So the fact that he had like one foul in the first half made no sense, mm-hmm. right? Because he's literally contesting every single shot. Yeah. And you're only getting like two blocks. So that doesn't make sense. You're just like contesting and not fouling on all these plays. So the Raptors got to be super aggressive going at him. Yeah. Every time down the floor, it's got to be a constant thing in each game. And you're seeing something there. Right, you're seeing something. There's things there where you could win, and I t- I talked about it from the beginning. If Kawhi takes out Middleton, and they keep playing this great defense on Giannis, mm-hmm. cool. Let if the other you guys lose to you. George Hill, yeah. Brogdon, Brooke Lopez, all those other guys, you tip your cap and you say, you know what, Bravo, you guys deserve to go to the NBA yep. Finals. But I'm living with I'm living with those results. If Brooke Lopez is going to keep shooting threes, cool. And essentially, that's what it's been. Yeah. Right. And I mean, Giannis played well on the boards and yeah. I mean he, he didn't really get his average in points per game but I mean you're right and you have and that's where we lacked in the overtimes is Kyle yeah with creating someone else oh, to create yeah but even on the defensive side where oh, we're going in the lane when Giannis does do that and taking a charge mm-hmm. right like he mm-hmm. did take one on Giannis but he got he got called for right and yeah. it's just like that's gonna turn eventually yeah eventually we're gonna get those calls it mm-hmm. just has to be so if you just keep with it that's what's hopefully going to happen for the Raps in Game 4. You're totally right. And you're going to live with the shooting numbers. Bledsoe, 3 for 16. He's 1 of 6 from 3. Miritich, 1 of 7 from 3. Brogdon, 3 of 8. I guess you take that percentage, right? Uh, Giannis, 0 for 3. If he's going to continue to shoot it, cool. But again, you have your defense lined up against Giannis. You've eliminated Middleton. Yeah. You live with the results of the other dudes. Hey, if those other dudes continue to hit threes... You got to live with that. Yep. But the Raptors are doing a very good job defensively. And now it just comes down to win your home games. That's it. Win your home games and it's 2-2. And hey, it was ugly. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think they were going to win once it went to overtime, much less double overtime. Man. But they found a way to do it. Uh, let me just read some more comments before we wrap this up here. Uh, DVAD59 says, I'm in Italy, 4 a.m. in the morning. What the heck happened? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, let's see. I am Why Doves Cry. <laughs> That's a great Why name. Doves Cry. I Prince. am Why Doves Cry. That's well played. Uh, but that person says, build Kawhi a statue. Totally agree. Uh, Alex, this is what you were talking about, right? I fell victim yeah. to the Toronto fan syndrome. Really impressed with our win tonight. And now we are back in the series. Take my words back completely. The Bucks apparently don't have their killer mindset. I just think you got to give the Raps credit for what they're doing defensively. They're yeah. doing a really good job. And 
appreciate the level that Kawhi is giving you on both ends of the floor because that's incredible. And there's less than what three dudes in the like. I don't even know how many other dudes do what Kawhi Leonard both does sides, on yeah. that level. Yeah. Right. Like we just saw Jimmy Butler couldn't do it. We know Middleton can't do it. Giannis, we're seeing he can't do it. KD is a solid defender, but not nearly as good as Kawhi. Yeah, and he doesn't give the effort like that. I mean, you guys saw it, right? Like, like the man's lips were chapped. Yeah, like, he like needed like some fluids intervenous. Like it, he gave his every last ounce. Yeah, right. You can even tell when he stole the ball in overtime. I went for that gingerly cram, like I was seeing. Mm-hmm. He was spent. Yeah, like, he was just. But the heart. That's you know, what great players do. Yeah. It sounds Art cliche and it it sounds cliche and it sounds weird because we're the Toronto fans that yeah. aren't used to this person being on our team. But yep. that's what superstar elite elite at the highest like the pinnacle of the game. Yeah. Dare I say mention the same breath as the LeBron's. Yeah. But like we have one of those guys and it's we're true. witnessing it. So enjoy the fuck out of it. Because yep. that's an incredible performance we just saw. Back to back Sunday nights from Kawhi. Um, this was funny too. Exposure of the Greek freak traveling all day. Totally here for yep. that because sometimes he's taking four steps. Because yep. the other thing and too the drag. is drag. Yeah, the drag is an extra step, right? When you do the Euro step through, yeah. that's already it's three like steps. a pylon. Yeah, going so, through pylons. Yeah, and even when you call, if you're telling me that the first one's a gather or whatever the loophole is yeah. that they're giving him, when he drags that back foot, that's a fourth step. I don't know. It's so weird to me, but. Great job by the Toronto Raptors. Again, they win 118-112. to 112. A crazy game front to back by the Toronto Raptors. Great games from Marc Gasol, who had a bounce back game from his terrible performance. Again, to remember that this guy was 3-for-20 coming into this game and then finds a way to come up with 16 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists, 5 blocks, and a steal just for fun. That's incredible. And he hit four threes. He had the most threes on the Toronto Raptors, four of eight from three. Yeah. That's just incredible. He seems to find they he he seems to just be open, wide open. He's open all the time. Yeah, so it's a matter the, of confidence. The, the, yeah, the Bucks are, I guess, letting him shoot, mm-hmm. living with it, as mm-hmm. you would say. And and he's hitting them. I like the, I like the adjustment that he made at certain points. So we're at least up faking and driving yes. to the back. Yes, because now you're giving another option of something that you can do. You're forcing them to play defense on you. Someone has to come, and now you you can drop it off to someone else exactly. for an easy basket. But hey, the highlights of this game, obviously we know Kawhi with 36, yep. monster performance. Huge shouts to Marc Gasol, bounce back game. Yep. Huge shouts to Nick Nurse for what he did with Siakam, yep. freeing him up to get his scoring back. Siakam getting 11 rebounds, also massive for the Toronto Raptors. And to gut out a victory without Kyle Lowry and Norman Powell. Mm, yeah. Salute to the Raptors on a great game. Uh, Mikey, anything else you got in this game on this game that you just want to highlight in terms of I just, wow or are you just spent at this I just, point? Yeah, I just, <laughs> the Raps players need to go home, go yeah. to bed, yeah. get some fluids, yeah. relax tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, and come out strong in game four. And yeah. I believe it will. I believe... Um, this wasn't a like a do or die game, but it was big. It was clearly big. you don't want to go down 0-3. Yeah. And um I think they might play a little bit looser mm-hmm. game four. It'll be a good one. I mean, here's the thing though, right? Regardless of what happened in game one, people need to stop focusing yeah, on what happened over. in game one because no matter what, going into game four, this was gonna be a massive game. Yep. Period. And so the Toronto Raptors going into this game, I know everyone's talking about the stats. Uh, in terms of two nothing leads and teams that come back from that, yeah. 
just remember that number is going to be inflated because of the all the sweeps round. that happen in the first round. Yes. Right. So the Raptors, point. you're coming home, win your home games. Yep. Right. The Cavs did it last year. They fell down to nothing Boston. against Boston in the conference finals. They came home. They won their home games. Right. The Raptors remember against the Cavs themselves in the conference finals. The Raptors yep. lost their first two games. They came back home, Bismack won those Biombo. two games. <laughs> the difference there just was the Raptors. We never believed the Raptors could win in Cleveland because they always played yeah. poorly there. Where the Raps this year definitely could squeak one out mm -hmm. in Milwaukee. And we got Kawhi. Um, exactly. <laughs> just to give people insight, just in terms of how crazy that was, in terms of everyone yelling and screaming during that game, we're yelling and screaming uh, watching it, just like you guys are watching the game. But ask Mikey. My mom called me after that yeah. game ended, and all I'm hearing is like loud cheering in the background. Yeah. My mom is on a church pilgrimage in Montreal <laughs> with all her Still like church sisters, the game. Yeah. and she's like, "Oh, we got back in time to watch the end of the game. It was so good." Yeah. <laughs> like. Ah, uh, that's amazing. Enjoy this time, folks. Kawhi, man. Kawhi has the six on a wave. Got to give shouts to that, man. Whatever ends up happening after this, yeah. you know this guy left it all out on the court for this team. Show that tonight. And it's an incredible thing to watch. So huge shouts. But Mikey, where can the people find you if they want to yeah. hit you up in between games? YouTube comments, the community. Mm -hmm. Like I always say, we read, comment, try to get back to as many as I can. Instagram, Mike Bello underscore six. Hit me up, guys. And you can find me on Twitter, same place you find this podcast after each and every Toronto Raptors game, at Shell Alexander. Same thing goes for Instagram, at Sheldon Alexander. And as I mentioned, like and subscribe, hit the like yeah. button, tell your friends, because, you know, share the Raptors wave here. Because what we try to do here, we try to just have a space where we can talk as fans, take comments, read, get a gauge of the fan base, how the fan base is feeling. And I tried to tell you after the last game, Right after game two, everyone's all depressed and rattled, thinking yeah. the series is over. They said, "Hey, you got to win your home games." Exactly. That's it. I'm not gonna get worried until the Raptors lose a game at yep. home. They almost did that tonight. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was almost there tonight. I can't yeah. lie to you guys at all. But hey, once again, we're left on a Sunday, singing Happy. the praises of Kawhi Leonard, putting up another massive, massive. Could have been a different podcast if not for that man. But instead, hey, we're leaving happy. And as I always say, I used to pray for times like this to, to rhyme, rhyme like this. this. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps postgame show. As always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, where Raps try to tie the series up in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yes. See ya. Peace. Come on, Blast.